Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this daily science fiction extravaganza, commonly known as Tales, Tales from Outer from space. Out, space. Out, space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And, as always, I hope that you enjoy. And if you do, please consider supporting the channel. On to the science fiction. Story number one. The Experts on Civilization, written by Wealthy Wonka. A figure walked onto the podium. The room, a moment before, filled with voices, grew very silent. Civilized. An interesting word. It is a new one to us. You see, we are a... Peaceful by nature. Of course, we war when we must and destroy when we need to, as many of you know. But since the beginning of our history, we have cooperated and striven for unity peacefully. Humans are quite different. They have a word for it, a word for it because it is a trait that only some of the time becomes true for them. Humans are born in chaos. Order is learned and civilization is acquired. This intrigues us. It is different. The answer lies in the history, as almost all things do. They evolve neither predator nor prey, armed with little more than their minds. Danger was brought in their world. One could die in a million ways. Life was short and tough. They developed powerful emotions, unparalleled intuition, and an incredibly strong sense of self-preservation. Their goals are defined not just by cooperation. Their goals are personal, individual, multifaceted, chaotic, often adversarial. Some call them savages for this, but we are not fools. For all of human history, danger came not just from the environment, but from themselves. It was a vicious crucible, endless conflict on all levels of their lives, from the humans they interacted with on a daily basis to the humans across their planet. Countless conflicts and wars between them spanned the globe, often started over ideals and principles. Utter chaos. Yet, every one of their languages there exists the word civilization. You see, for all the violent tendencies they hold within their nature, they strive for community and peace. Civilization comes easily for us. They must fight for it. And so they create government to impose order upon themselves, and they fight for it. They spend their lives because they believe in it. They create community out of chaos, cooperation out of individualism, and they too spend their lives to defend it. Yet, for most of their history, this cooperation has fractured hundreds of sovereign states, thousands of communities within those, wars within them more frequent than not. And still, they strove for better. Against their chaotic nature, institutions were created to tie these states together. It was difficult, and many institutions failed, leaving more fracture in their wake. But they are humans, and thus they do not give up. Eventually, one succeeded, a true world government. I must argue that this achievement surpasses all others, even ours. As I stated, some call humans savages, but uh, we are not fools. They are the opposite. We are civilized by nature. They, there is no alternative, no effort required. 
Humans fight for civilization. They overcome, and thus, my galactic neighbors, I implore you, you may scoff at the humans' attempt to create this galactic council. You may laugh and say, look at their history. They are violent. They are uncooperative. And how can they expect to lead this effort? Yes, they are violent. Yes, their nature is that they are uncooperative. But look at what they have created for themselves. Civilization. It is my staunch opinion we follow their lead. We must let them create this council. There are untold benefits to it. Trade, peace, fortune. We must let them create the council. Against all odds, all their chaotic nature, they created civilization for themselves. Who else can band us together than them? They are not savages. They are experts. Men of story. Story number two. Slower than light. Written by Grand Admiral 98. Everyone knows that FTL is impossible. The laws of physics cannot be bent, they cannot be cheated, and they sure as hell cannot be ignored. This is because it isn't some random speed with which light goes through. It is the speed of causality, the fastest point to which two points of our universe can interact with each other. Basically, places and times which we need to go FTL in order to reach are basically not in our universe since we can't interact with them. Traveling faster than light is just as impossible as going to another universe or traveling back in time. It breaks the laws of reality itself, hence impossible. Spaceships get to 1% the speed of light was already a miracle. No amount of fuel could allow us to reach a higher than that. Now, for the implications. Most sentients lived in the radio age and lived to contact other civilizations, but since none managed to crack the trick behind FTL, everyone decided that they were better off at home, better than spending thousands of years in transit. Civilizations lived and died, never knowing another world, never seeing each other. After millennia of stagnation, even when each of us lived for close to 10,000 years, we wouldn't spend a lifetime to reach another planet which may or may not be able to support us. Well, that's when we heard the bleep of a newly awakened race. Just like us, they decided that FTL was possible, and they failed over and over. Just like us, they were colonized their solar system and were stuck they could not expand beyond. They were trapped like every other bloody race in the history of our galaxy, though this contact was only 200 light-years away from our star, the closest civilization that we've ever contacted. We were jubilant and worked to study and trade with them as much as possible. But then, one thing happened. You see, in a universe where the only thing to be transmitted is information, information becomes incredibly valuable. Status is decided by how many alien languages we know, how many planets we can name, how well we can locate ourselves on the galactic map. Alien recipes, works of art, culture, and so on. And in this, the humans were possibly the wealthiest race in existence that we knew about. Thousands of years of history, hundreds of cultures and languages, they could trade for anything and we could have given it to them. They knew this and completely extorted us, sending us half their history and then waiting 400 years to send the next packet while they desperately tried to understand what happened to the Roman Republic after Caesar's death. They got a lot more than we ever did from exchange for sure. 
But while we traded art and culture, they traded for technology, fusion, artificial gravity, the dangers of singularity, secrets of the universe, a grand unified theory, and more. Well, what was the harm? They weren't going to attack someone over 200 light years away. And so, within 800 years, we became their partner. A highly short time under the circumstances, but we saw the single most incredible thing that we had ever observed in the entirety of the Commos. Their star dimmed. We scrambled. What was going on? What could have caused this catastrophe? We analyzed the data again and again. For hundreds of years, debates raged in the sciences. Was it older than we thought? Was it a natural phenomenon? Did they blow up their planet and that was a dust cloud? What was going on? After 400 years, we received an answer. A Dyson Swarm. Millions upon millions of satellites orbiting the star, habitat, solar arrays, research stations, and more. Even their home world had become a shell world, partially hollowed out with dozens of layers on top of one another, and their population numbered in the hundreds of billions. In just a few thousand years, we pleaded for them to stop, and they were going to burn out their resources only after a few thousand years. They replied with a, Watch this. Yes, a cliffhanger when you have time to lay a 400 years. Well, through our best telescopes, we watched as the energy from the sun was redirected to a single point. It looked like an asteroid. No, it couldn't be. A starship with a light sail, powered by the sun, capable of reaching 10% light speed. They weren't expanding. We asked them what they were doing. They replied with a... We found a potentially habitable world 560 light years away. We're colonizing it. Just so you know, we surveyed the world. It was 900 degrees, had a gravity of 1.4 that of Earth, and could not support any kind of life. Never mind their kind. What the hell were they thinking? They replied with a, wait till it gets there. Playing coy when it got there after 10,000 years. One of our lifetimes, about two-thirds of theirs. Well, we would see, wouldn't we? This was the first time we had heard anything even remotely similar to this. They could not make it. The distance is too vast. An entire generation would be spent reaching there. They then sent another ship, and another, and another. All in all, 500 starships to colonize distant stars. We thought them mad. No, more than mad, insane, stupid, what use could they have to expand? They had enough resources in their home system to last until the heat death of the universe. They could learn all they wanted from their home planet. Why would they expand? Well, we wouldn't dare to change our solar system to the extent that they did, but we did decide to build something just in case they decided to visit and weren't happy with us. We spent our time creating a solar gun. No, I'm serious, they colonized the galaxy, and instead of following suit, we built a giant gun. Well, we all know how that turned out. Within 15,000 years, they had control over 400 star systems. About 100 colonies were lost, but they really didn't care. And this time, the humans on each world decided that they would have a Bockler measuring contest with whoever could build the largest megastructure. No, I'm serious. Some build Dyson spheres, some ring worlds, some several ring worlds, some disc worlds. Some mined their star and decided to build, and I kid you not, a giant middle finger at their rival. 
Three of them decided to build a Dyson Sphere across half of their star to move it to... Well, they were actually racing the goddamn star system to see who could reach the Crab Nebula first, but they didn't stop there. Earth... Meanwhile, was pumping out colony ship after colony ship in a strict silence to all but a couple races, including ours. Within a few more millennia, they had colonized more stars than there were species in the galaxy. Freaking humans, right? After about 500,000 years of this, they had control of billions of suns, many of which didn't even have planets. They just mined the star for raw materials. We, meanwhile, were twirling our thumbs. Our high horse not willing to dilute ourselves to the useless endeavors and fixing on problems made sure that by the time I was born, we would look up at the sky, and it didn't belong to our gods of old. No, every star in the sky belonged to humanity. Most of all, they had just started to break contact with us. Oh, they kept away from our system, but they wouldn't barely talk to us. We never knew if we were beneath them or whether they wanted to have a single voice towards aliens. But something was for sure. We became pathetic compared to them. It should be said that just because there was a distance didn't mean that there wasn't war. Oh, trust mankind for that. Once, 15 million systems decided to launch relativistic missiles at sunbeams at each other. But overall, since you couldn't see each other, there was very little reason to fight. They broke many rules, but that wasn't one of them. Wars were fought within a system. Sometimes even a couple of stars blew up, taking hundreds of billions of souls along. But they were but a drop amongst the trillions upon trillions that considered themselves as part of the human race. Trouble was, they didn't want our little corner of the universe. They wanted all of it. The consortium of 400 million human worlds worked together to create a massive computer Matryoshka brain around a star, utilizing 100% of its power to run calculations. And you know what their first question was? How do we travel faster than light? After all this time, they were still looking for an answer. It took a few hundred years, but the computer replied, You can't. But barely saddened, they asked again, How can we talk faster than light? Ah, that's something no one had ever thought about before. Well, we did, but nothing came of the questions. But this time, it was a computer the size of a star answering it, not mere mortals. It took over a hundred thousand years, enough for one another billion colonies, but they found the answer. The most valuable and important piece of information in the entire universe, unsurprisingly, they kept it for themselves. Their colonies could talk to each other real time, and we saw the difference. Suddenly, the whole galaxy lit up with a flurry of knowledge and communication. Art, science, technology for the humans were advanced by a billionfold while we lagged behind. Only staring longingly through telescopes at the vast worlds the humans had built up to a mere asteroids. Still, there remained one thing. While they remained close, they could never travel faster than light. But even so, our scientists decided to have a look at the problem. What if it were possible? What if we could? We started to ask ourselves. But such a question was short-lived. Out of nowhere, the orbit above our world, we saw a tremendous disturbance in space-time. Greater than what we could ever create. Greater than what we ever detected. A white hole? No. A huge ship. Those bastards! They cracked it. After a million years, they finally cracked it. We sent a single question, 
the first time we had directly spoken to an alien, you know what that question was. Why? They only replied with a, it's in our nature, we're only human. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this dose of science fiction fun. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you did, please don't forget to support the author from the link down below. But if you want to support this channel, there are links as well down below for you to help with. But the easiest way would be to share this video. And if you are so inclined, subscribe as well. I will see you all in the next episode, and I hope that you all have a fantastic time until then. Cheers.